Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Hey, friends. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. Karen, I did not realize um, that you were a doomsday prepper. Okay, I don't think I'm a do- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm a doomsday prepper. Um, Katie is referring to the fact that I do have this weird, bizarre fear that all technology will someday crash. <laughs> And specifically, I'm worried about my pictures, mm-hmm. my photos. Mm-hmm. I am very concerned that, you know, the the hard drive that holds, like, all of my family memories uh, will, like, be erased or something. I don't know. I have a fear of this. And so, because of that fear, I, I make a actual book, like, one of those, like, 8 by 10 hardback books sure. through, like, Snapfish of our family pictures every year because I feel like I need to have them printed in some version. I, I really, I, I, I just, <laughs> I feel like at any point everything could collapse and like all of my digital things could be gone. So instead of like collecting dry beans in your basement for this event, which would maybe be more worthy of your time, by the way, if like the whole world collapsed, your I should try to feed my family instead of saving Correct. saving photos. Correct. Perhaps. Um so I, is this a, is this a, like a weird fear? Is this weird to like print photos? No, I don't think so. I just think it's interesting that instead of like you just want, you know, to preserve well, the memories in like a hard copy of something, there's like a there's like a very specific <laughs> reason. It. And the reason is is because you think all technology will fail because of some like worldwide event, you know? Uh, so listen, I don't think it's going to be an apocalypse like Walking Dead zombies are taking over. Okay. I just feel like there's going to be we are doing so much online and it's and if this is I I this might and now people are going to think I'm crazy. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um I do feel like there's going to be a day where it all crashes. And I don't know what that means for my little photos of when my kids were born. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. It probably has nothing to do with my photos, but I just it's like when Remember that day when Instagram, like, crashed and everyone was like, what? And I was like, I told you. I knew this was coming. I mean, it did resume, like, the next day. But I I just feel like we're putting too much on the digital mm-hmm. world. It's not going to be. There's The foundation is not there. It's going to crumble right. someday, my friends. So let me ask you this, though. I mean, even if Instagram goes down. Which would be wonderful. Whatever. Yeah. Yes. Um, you still have those pictures on your phone. Like, is there some sort of event in which your phone goes away as well? So I don't have them on my phone. Well, oh, you have them. You know, I'm cheap and we only get like the the lowest amount of 
whatever storage on our iPhones. And so I have to delete my pictures every, like I only have two years worth of pictures on my phone. So what do you, but you send them to like a hard drive. So then I put them on a hard drive, right? Okay. But what if that hard drive, I don't know. I don't know. As I'm saying this on a Mm -hmm. podcast, Mm -hmm. it does sound bizarre and like I'm a um, conspiracy. A doomsday prepper. Yeah. But in my head, it feels totally normal that I should have these memories printed in a book. I think I also just have this desire to, I don't know. I think the other thing that's weird to me is like I have a lot of my family used to like share a lot of pictures on DVDs or mm-hmm. CDs. Like, I don't know what you yeah. call them. Discs. We'll discs. Them discs. Yeah. So I have all those, but I'm like, I don't, can I even like access this anymore? I think I have a fear that like technology is so ever changing that like, what if, and I'm not good at keeping up with it. Like, what if there's a day where my hard drive is like just obsolete mm-hmm. and I can't, I can't fi- get these pictures anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm like very fearful. Uh, and I don't know why I'm putting so much emphasis on these photos. Watch my kids, uh, like, I'll, they'll grow up and someday I'll be like, look at all these photo albums. And they'll be like, we don't care. Yeah. We, have them, we, ha- we like have them all on whatever the new like digital thing is. Uh-huh. Like, we don't care. You probably like just think about it with your brain and it like pops up in a cloud above your head. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, just to confirm, is there anything else you're doing for this like eventual collapse of technology and society? Just printing pictures. Are you just <laughs> printing pictures? <laughs> really, just the photos. Um, let me think. Nope, I think it's just okay. the photos. All right, I think it's just I, the photos. I try to write down recipes in a recipe oh, book. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, like an old school recipe book. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I try to keep up with that, and I'm printing these photos. Um, yep, that's and, about it. And you did share with me uh, prior to hitting record on this podcast. It's 2024. Karen is up to 2021. Yes, and with my your family albums. photo album. But I just finished 2021, um, so I'm only two years behind. Okay. So, but I, if if you are a person, if you are an odd listener, like or an odd person like me, who who also feels, I I do inherently feel like we are not printing any pictures. Like everything is only existing in the digital universe, and. I don't know why that stresses me out, but it does. Mm -hmm. But uh, it it is Mm time-consuming to download all your pictures, sort them. I sort them by month. So, like, this is January 2022. Here's all the photos from our family. To make matters even more complicated, I have two phones because one is for work. And it has a better camera. So I often use the work phone for important family pictures because the camera is better. So then I have to go through my personal phone, my work phone, and Gregory's phone to get all the best pictures from the year and then transfer them all, put them all into a photo book, which is very time consuming. Listen, it is basically like a second job to be fearful of the day the digital world will collapse and feel like I have the proper photo memories saved accordingly. For the end of time, Mm -hmm. you won't won't have anything to eat, but you will have your memories. But I will have my photo books. I will be sitting in a bunker with my photo books and our kids will be like, what are we what are we surviving on? We are going to have to tear up the pages of these photo books and burn them to stay warm. (laughs) And we have nothing to eat. All right. Uh, I we I don't do photo albums. I'm the worst. Literally the worst. Mm -hmm. My wonderful nanny does a photo book every year of River. 
And I'll be honest with you, oh. every time she, they're huge, like this huge binder. And like recently, I feel like at Christmas time, she gave me like two huge binders. Do you know what my first thought was? And I can say this because she know she like knows me so well. Is like where the heck? Am except I, I didn't store say, this. Yes, this yeah. huge binder. Mm-hmm. Now I have like five huge binders mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. very little storage space. Mm-hmm. So this is why I like things in the cloud, in the mm-hmm. digital area, because wants nothing printed. I want nothing printed. Well, I want no junk. Okay. no clutter. Get it out of my life. This is what we need. Okay, you get the canned goods. Okay, and then when Are Doomsday gonna- happens, when the apocalypse is upon us. Come on over. You don't live far. We will burn my photo books for heat and eat your food to survive. Right. That's our plan. Okay. Well, um, now we're ready. Now we're ready. I'm so mm-hmm. glad. So go to Costco and buy like, you know, 20 cans of beans, beans and veggies. I don't know what you buy. Like something in a can. Dry goods, I think. I, don't know. I think we would be terrible. Are you, are you the type of person that has like an extra case of toilet paper in your closet? No. Oh. Are you? I mean, I'm not a psycho, but I, I don't like to be on, like, the last, like, I, I like to be a little bit stocked up. No. Mm-mm. Like, I just, I, f- I fly by the seat of my pants when it comes to, like, toilet paper and paper towels. Like. Really? Yeah. Like. Oh, I like if we to- get down to, like, uh, if we get down to, like, five toilet paper rolls left, I'm like, oh, got to get more. Yeah. Well, that's because you have how many in your family? Well, we do have a lot of people. There's like, a lot of, like, there's a lot each of, of them, to wipe. Each of them get like one roll yeah. of toilet paper a I was week. Like, Is that what you're saying? reserve. Like, yeah. okay, here's here's your backup. If you run out of that, we're out. No, I just, you know, I just wing it over here. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, I'm, we're, I'm basically a gonzo if like there is a doomsday scenario. Because I don't store anything. Mm -hmm. I don't want any junk. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. it's all over. Are you you worried about, like, what you're going to give to River? No. No, no. You mean, like, in terms of... Like, are you afraid that River one day is going to be like, Mom, where's all the pictures of me as a kid? And you're going to be like, they're in the cloud, kid. Good luck finding them. Uh, Check my Instagrams. I mean, I wasn't until you just said this. No, you know, this is my problem. I've said this on the podcast before. I am not a sentimental You're person. Not. Yeah, okay. okay. I just really am not. I have very few pictures of growing up. My, you know, I don't think my mom was much into picture mm-hmm. albums, obviously. If you That's listen. probably where mine comes from. Yeah. My parents just were, like yeah. nobody cares. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think anybody cared about, like, I mean, I'm sure she cared, mm-hmm. but she was like not overly worried about it. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I'm just kind of like, me. Whatever. I mean, you know. Now I'm feeling like these hours upon hours upon hours that I've spent going through these photos and putting them into a book are all for naught. No. I'm sure your kids will love them. It just sounds like a lot of work. It is. Yeah. Should I give it up? And no. Just like I think it's great. I think it's very it the sweet. Cloud? I think it's very sweet. No. I mean, I do print pictures like you, you update pictures. your photo albums or um sorry your picture frames more often than at I my do. desk mm-hmm. by the way like mm-hmm. I have at my desk yeah. I will like update my kids those are like pictures. I don't even think Sam's born yet on my yeah. work desk right yeah so there that's good enough yeah yeah, we'll just, yeah I'm just gonna like collect all and I just keep like putting the picture the new one a new one and so, so all like, you need is one picture frame that has like a photo from each year yeah and you're good I think I'm good okay all right. Good. Now that we've got that uh, cleared up. Now that we have figured out the apocalypse, we are good to go. Yeah. Uh, Okay. This first article is from the New York Times. Why does Gen Z believe it's aging like milk? This made me laugh. 
I, it's supposed to make you laugh because I think if you're not Gen Z, which, by the way, I was like, what are the years in which you were born, which mm-hmm. qualifies you as Gen Z? 1997 to 2012, by the way. It says the oldest Gen Z is 27 years uh-huh. old now. So we barely, Katie, missed that cut. No, I mean, we I'm barely. a millennial, but you argue, it's funny to me, you were born the year before me and you argue that you are not a millennial, which, like, I'd consider myself an older millennial. I am an older millennial. You bulk at that term. I do, but I mean, I... I, But you acknowledge it now. Yeah. Okay. I think I've come around to the fact that, like, why am I disputing this? Okay. It is what it is. But these are Gen Zers, so 1997 to to 2012. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they have a lot of anxiety around aging. Don't we Um, all? Yes. And and that's what this article is like. Okay, guys, like, this is nothing new, right? right? But what's new and what's interesting, according to this article... Is that, uh, like this 26-year-old says, I look more mature because the stressors that have been heaped on my generation. What? Like the pandemic? Like they're saying life is so much harder on us. That's why we're aging at a quicker mm. rate, essentially. Okay. Um, And it's just, it's funny to me. I mean, everyone, I think, gets to the point where they realize, oh, I'm aging. I'm getting older. Like, this is happening. But apparently the the shtick of this article is it's happening younger now. And mm-hmm. now these Gen Zers who are in their mid-20s are worried about it. Which, I'm sorry. I very distinctly remember thinking at circa 25, oh, I wish someday I would look older. Like, really? I feel like I'm going to look like a baby my whole life. I never was that person. Mm-hmm. You wanted to look older. Well, I don't. I, I think mostly work related. Yeah. I always had like a younger looking face, and I remember wanting to be considered a respectable journalist. Mm-hmm. And people would be like, "Um, I'm sorry, you look 12." Right. And I remember being like, "Oh, when am I going to look older? I feel yeah. like I look so young. Like I want to look like I want to look the part, right? Yeah. I want to be like a, a mature, uh, wise old journalist, which." Here you are. I guess here we are. All these wrinkles. Um, But it is interesting that this generation is thinking that this is so woe is me and they're in their mid-20s. Well, so this article talks about the this is sort of the first generation of these kids like came of age in the digital era. Right. 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 So, I mean, you and I, 40 and 41 here, remember a time I feel like we have to say our ages okay. in every episode. Okay. Yes. Uh, early 40s. Uh, what is that? Good. I mean, I'm not like I'm trying to deny the past fact the that I'm age 41. Of 30, but- past the age of 39 here. Um, mm-hmm. What We remember a time before cell phones, right. before social media. For sure. I mean, social media wasn't a thing until I was in, in college. So for sure. And these are the kids who like, you know, basically from their first memories, there was social media existed. And, you know, uh, so they're used to things like Instagram and TikTok and um, uh, Facebook. And, like, in addition to that, they're used to looking at people who have had the other thing that has, like, kind of come of age is, like, Botox Mm -hmm. and fillers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to them, it's like they have, like, some sort of distorted view of what real people look like. Mm -hmm. That's what this Mm -hmm. article argues. Um, yeah, and they do talk about the marketing and the media messaging and how that's playing a big role in all of this. Right. Um, it's funny. Do you ever see those memes that are like, you know, Alice from the Brady Bunch was actually like 
yeah. 40 in that show. You know, the, these people that we grew up seeing them on TV and thinking, oh, wow, they look so old. And they were the literally exact same age as we are now. But women weren't dyeing their hair. Yeah. There wasn't Botox. There wasn't the same types of fashion. Like, I just feel like, in general, a lot has changed. And so it's just a different ballgame, right? Well, and I remember, just to your point, like, over um, Christmas, basically, like, Kevin McAllister, right? Is that is Kevin in, in Home Alone? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think this is... Is that his name? I think so. It's, I don't know. His anyway. first name is Kevin. I'm going to Google it. Anyway, his mom in that movie is mm-hmm. in her mid-30s. Doesn't that blow your mind? Yeah, like you, would you think when she you're was older, yeah. when you were watching that, she seemed like so, so much mm-hmm. older. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, it is I, Kevin McAllister. Okay, yeah. I'm just curious if I'm wondering how much of this is like every generation says this, right? Like if our parents were like, oh yeah, like the people we were watching seemed really old, and then here we were. I'm wondering if this is just like a very cyclical. Every generation goes through this, or if there really is some sort of change or difference right now because of the extreme, um, uh, I don't know what the word is, um, the, the way that we share information and images now is just so different. Well, right? I, that's what I think. I think that it's totally put such a, and if people were feeling this way, there wasn't a way to like disseminate that feeling. Like you and I might say right. it, but like you couldn't put it in a TikTok. What the, some people are saying, according to this article, they're pinning Gen Z's like accelerated aging on vaping, makeup, cancel culture, or karma. So in other words, <laughs> saying like, yeah, it's happening. And it's like, you know, good luck to you. Get what you deserve. Like, I don't know. It's like I do. I mean, we in the previous in our previous podcast, we just talked about like the focus on like Sephora for teenagers and, like, tweens. And so, I mean, you know, these guys would be on, like, sort of the tail end of that, Mm -hmm. right? So, Well, it does say, some people are saying in this article, could the anti-aging products that they've been using since they were young actually be making them look older? Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting to me, but I'm going to blame all of it. I'm going to blame all of it on social media. I mean, I think that's a big part of it. Um, is you're just not used to seeing what real people aging look like because nobody, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody uses like Facetune and filters and everything. Nothing mm-hmm. is real on social media. So, and you do like even think about, I'm just thinking about now, like Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre, like these people who really are old and they look phenomenal. They look amazing. I mean, it, because they have all these tools at their disposal now. You can lose weight quickly. You can get Botox and all of a sudden your face looks 20 years younger. There's all these products. There's all these things. Like, you know what I mean? I just, I think the whole aging process <laughs> just looks different now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As I sit here looking at who could be a, you could be 25 really right now. Stop. I mean, you know. I'm still not giving you any of my, like, canned beans when I'm doomsday prepping. Just Are you trying to butter me up? Are you trying to butter me up for, like, a doomsday scenario? Um, Although I don't think you're going to be, like, you're not, you don't have the storage to, like, put any canned goods anywhere. That's true. That's We need somebody who has, like, a big big garage storage. Yeah. Or, like, even just somebody who can, like, stand looking at, like, a bunch of clutter. Mm. I don't know that person We'll find that person in our life. Okay, I have a mums. Mums. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, This is a little uh, segment where we talk about something that we think could help other moms, whether it's a product or a kid's item or activity or something. Um, This is... This is a different one. This is actually oh. provided by um, or suggested by our photographer who edits this show. Okay. Matthew, okay so okay. thank you for the tip. Um, and this is a little bit specific to Asheville, but I am pretty sure they they have this other places. It's a Zoom pass. Oh. But do you know about this, Katie? I do. Okay. So here in our, we live in Buncombe County. Uh, in Buncombe County, if you have a library card, there is automatic access to free tickets to a lot of the children's uh, museums, activities, the nature center, paddle boats, the arboretum, all sorts of things. And you can go on with your library card um, number Mm -hmm. and book these tickets for free. Right. I did not know about this. And it is amazing. They the one caveat is you kind of have to book them in advance and go by a, a branch of the library to pick up said free tickets. Right. But it is very easy to do online. I am now telling everyone I know about this. And the reason that I'm mentioning it on the podcast is because I was using these Zoom passes for a day when my kids were out of school. I was off of work and we went to the science museum and I started chatting with another mom. And I was like, just so you know, did you know about these Zoom passes? She was actually visiting from out of town, but she said, oh, I live in another county, but our county has the same yes. thing. So I just did a quick Google because I was just wondering, at least in North Carolina, mm-hmm. it looks like this is a frequent thing at your at your county library. So I'm I'm guessing maybe if you live outside of North Carolina, maybe just check. Right. But I mean, especially for me, if I'm buying, you know, $10 a pop tickets for all six of us, you know, when I can get them for free. Right. Uh, it's a big deal. And it's a lot of different places that we frequent often. Yeah. And it can be a huge savings. And it's also just helping to you know support the libraries. You can get them. There's different amounts of tickets uh, based on what the activity is. Um, but again, all you have to do is go online, put in your library card number, and you get can book free passes for a lot of things. And the pro tip is, is like Karen said, like, if it's like MLK Day and your kids have off school, right. like th- it, things book up really quick, so you have to sort of get on it. If it's you have to plan a little bit, right? If it's yeah. a if it's like a holiday or mm-hmm. you know summer, so just you know, right? Plan plan ahead. They open in ours in our local county. They open the calendar like thirty days out, right? So you could get on there and say, okay, next month, what are we thinking? Are there any days when we need an activity and and kind of plan yeah. accordingly? But anyway, I was shocked. I did not know this existed, and feel like I need to like scream it from the rooftops. Let everybody know. I think it's huge. I and do. It's such a I nice thing that the libraries offer. So there you have it. All right, Zoom Pass. We'll link it in the show notes. Um, this uh, the our second article is from BuzzFeed. And uh, the title is This Woman is Kicking Overconsumption to the Curb in 2024 by Committing to a Makeup Buying Ban. And thousands are joining in. Katie. Um, consider. Could you, could you do this? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not. So this is the thing is like. 
I am less of a makeup buyer. Like, I have a couple of, like, true and tried things. Like, I just, right. you know, we've been doing, I mean, if you're in TV news, you've been, like, using specific brands and makeup and products for a long time. I will say this. Um, I, if you've looked at my, like, Instagram feed, like, one of the things I said, like, I was, you know, I did that ins and outs mm. list. And, like, two things. Like, I'm <laughs> over skincare products. I feel like I've been, like, kind of a skincare junkie you try person. A lot of products. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And cl- clothes. Like, I just, you know, I, in my previous life, I would, like, buy a lot of clothes. And I'm, like, I'm over it. I've been, like, renting clothes. I've been buying used clothes. Same thing with my skincare products. So I think this is the point of this article is I've sort of caught on to this trend. And it was just basically, it's the idea of de-influencing. It became a popular trend on TikTok in 2023. And it's exactly what it sounds like. Creators saying, hey, we don't actually need to buy any of that stuff that's popular online. Um, This writer says that she's here for it. And uh, she said she made a promise to herself that she's going to stop buying more makeup indefinitely, which is surprising because she's like, an influencer who is consistently trying um, different makeup products. And so the idea is, is that sort of for 2024, overconsumption is out. And it's, it's the other thing is, is like TikTok and social media, not surprising, driving mm-hmm. a lot of these sales. So if people mm-hmm. are getting on these platforms and saying, hey, like, let's buy less it makes a big difference. 28% of TikTok users say they have bought products because celebrities, influencers advertise them. Um, so again, just fueling that overconsumption mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I so. love it. It's the anti-trend trend. Yes. That's what it says. Yes. Yes. Um, this is, I, I can, I, I will say for me personally, I, there's a part of me that really appreciates the role of influencers in our lives yeah. these days because I will, if I need a new set of sheets, mm-hmm. a new, whatever the product is that I'm looking to buy, I will go to the influencers that I trust who will say, look, we tried all of these. These are the best for this price point, yada, yada. Like, don't spend your money on this brand. Do this and just get what they get. And I will say 99% of the time I... Agree, and I'm happy with the product, whatever. But I could definitely see because just because I'm not someone who I'm just a cheap person, I could see how people could get carried away with it because there are times where you're on your feed and you're like, oh, well, that looks great. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, do you want to need this? Right. Oh, well, why not? Um, So I'm glad. I I think I'm glad that people are realizing let's rein this in. Let's not get too carried away with this because you can. Just go down a rabbit hole and spend a lot of money on stuff that you don't really need just because somebody out there is telling you it's great. Well, and it's bad for the environment, by the way. I mean, not to mention that it's like bad for your, you know, bad for your wallet. Right. Um, It's bad for the environment. And I'll just one of my like one of my things lately I've been doing and I would totally recommend this in terms of like overconsumption is I buy a lot of Rivers stuff on Poshmark, which is something that's been Mm. a mom's the word here. I don't know. I'm sure in the last couple of years. So it's a site where people are like selling, selling really anything, mostly clothes and accessories. But you can, they'll put a price and then you can sort of like bid it out, right? Mm. Like you can offer a price. I just bought, River keeps, I don't know what is happening in her life. She keeps putting holes in the knees of her pants. Like it's been, same. But it's been like a thing. It wasn't happening. And now this like last month, like we've gone through like four or five pairs of pants. I don't know Mm. what's happening. So I was like, I'm going to like jump on and they have the brand's that I like, and I get them for, like, like more than half off. And sometimes they're used, sometimes they're new with tags. Anyway, 
it's been kind of a game changer because, like, you know, your kids are so hard on clothes. And also, River right. only wears them for, like, a season. Right. And then she grows out of them. So, like, kids' clothes has been huge. I, I've mentioned this before. Like, I rent a lot of my stuff. Mm-hmm. And in terms of skincare, I just feel like everything is – there's so few products that actually work. It's just right, so right. gimmicky. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's a couple of things here and there. But I have really stopped, like, splurging on stuff. Like, if it's affordable, mm-hmm. like that $12 face oil I mentioned a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago, like, sure. You know, mm-hmm. but but mm-hmm. beyond that, I've been trying to rein it in too. And I like this. This is a good trend mm-hmm. for everybody and mm-hmm. for the earth. Um, just so you know, Bennett also has holes in all of her pants. So what it is must that? just be a five year old thing. What you know, is literally that? the other day I was like, I'm sorry, can you put on a pair of pants yeah. that doesn't have a hole mm-hmm. in it? And we couldn't like there was maybe one in yeah. the whole drawer of like twenty pants. So we were like doing a church event on like a Friday night a couple of weeks ago. I I don't know. And I, like, looked down, and River was wearing a pair of pants that had, like, a huge hole in the mm-hmm. knee. And I was like, mm-hmm. what is happening? Mm-hmm. And then I, like, went home, and I realized, I don't know. There must be, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, they're five. Like, whatever. I'm happy that she's, like, enjoying her life and getting holes in her pants. But also, <clears throat> what the heck? What is yeah, happening? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to hit up some Poshmark, though. It's a good idea. I like it. I mm-hmm. Listen, highly recommend. Yeah. Um, all right. Our last article of the day is from Pop Sugar. What does modern parenting look like? Mm. 23 millennials share their rules. Um, so it kind of talks about in the beginning, just, you know, we're millennials. We're parenting different than future our previous generations did. We don't make our kids hug strangers. We don't spank them. We don't make them eat their whole meal before they get dessert. You know, just these types of things that I feel like as a generation have inherently kind of shifted in parenting. Right. And then it goes into 23 millennial parents sharing specific things that mm-hmm. they do differently okay. than the way they were raised that they like. Um, so it's a long list. I won't go through all of them. But um, some of the ones that I thought were good. Um, my son is allowed to be something other than happy. I, I highlighted that too. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I don't idolize dessert. Um, another one that I think is very important, especially with daughters i don't talk we don't talk about our bodies except for what they can do and how they work yeah um one of the ones and my sister and i just were having this conversation um this person writes my biggest thing is apologizing to my kids Mm. when i have my own big feelings i was raised tiptoeing around adults feelings and when they would blow up i always felt like it was my job to apologize that to them or do them favors be extra sweet i now i make sure to apologize to my kids when i lose my shiz Mm -hmm. and explain that being a grown-up can be hard. My sister and I were just talking about this. Like, I apologize to River like once a week for Mm -hmm. raising my voice or just being grumpy. Mm -hmm. And because it's just the right thing to do. Like, your Mm -hmm. kids are humans Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And And if they see that we make mistakes and apologize, they'll It's just like like a matter of respect. And Jen and I, my sister and I were just talking about how like, that was just not a thing. I cannot mm-hmm. imagine. And, my, you know, my mom was a great parent, but I cannot imagine her apologizing mm-hmm. to me as a kid. Like, it just was, like, not something yeah. that she probably would have done. Like, it I was just wasn't it was on her radar. Yeah. yeah. I love that one. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. Which, and sometimes can be hard to do. But, yes. Um, it's funny. I <laughs> um, Sam is just in this, like, parrot stage, you know, where he's just repeating everything. And uh, I got upset. I raised my voice because one of the kids was just doing something they were not supposed to be doing. And it's just so funny. You hear Sam, sorry, mom. Sorry, sorry, mom. And I'm like, 
Well, actually, that one, you didn't do anything wrong, honey. Like, right. And then I felt so bad because I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, I'm not yelling at you. Like, you are just playing with your toys quietly. Right. Like, that was not directed at you. But it is so funny how they can just pick up on those yeah. things. And you do. I do think it's so important to whoever. And even if it's just one kid, I try to say, like, to the group. Listen, yeah. mommy got upset. I'm sorry. Like, whoever that was aimed at. Right. Apologies here. I was stressed. I was, you know, whatever. Um, I do think that's a good one. And I think there's just a lot of good good ideas in here. It's interesting how many of them, of these millennial parents' tips, uh, yeah, are basically almost the opposite of, right. I think, the way we were raised yeah. in most cases. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how it all turns out, these kids. <laughs> I mean, yeah. right? It's like all a social experiment. Who knows? Experiment. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I have a win. Win, win, win. Oh, yay. What is it? I went to the circus oh, on yes. Sunday for the first time yes. in decades. Can I just real quick? I didn't really know circuses were still a thing. They are. They're a thing. They're a thing. Okay. I didn't um, really realize this. It was like the, you know, Ringling Is Brothers, okay, like the okay, legit yeah. circus. How was and, it? And um, Brian and I, River was just there for the food, basically. Like every okay. time she had like was shoving cotton candy, she got an icy. <laughs> Um, what was the other thing she got? An icy um, popcorn. And there was cake? no funnel cakes. Oh, Dang it. Bummer. That's so disappointing. Mm-hmm. I did have a beer. That's the other thing. Are you allowed to have a beer at the circus? I was sort of hesitant. And then I was like, I might need a beer to get through the circus. Like, yeah. you know, like, uh, let's do it. I mean, I feel like if they're offering, you're allowed. Right. Yeah. Right. I know. But it was just more of like. Is this, socially acceptable? is this socially acceptable? And then I kind of looked around and I was like, I mean, I'm doing it. I Listen, I, real quick to interrupt, we went to Paw Patrol Live. Was there beer? Look, there were, it was like a 10 a.m. or something on a Saturday. And we get in there and I see all these dads walking around. I'm like, are they drinking beer? And I'm like, well, wouldn't you know, Paw Patrol Live with like the beer on draft at like 10 a.m. That's what that's yeah. the only way to get through these things is I what guess. I'm saying. Anyway, sorry, continue. No, um, so... I, I got to tell you, I would recommend the circus. It oh, was yeah? like, um, it was like, have you ever watched that show, America's Got Talent? Do you know uh, that show? I know the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like one long America's Got Talent. Oh, These people. So are wait, is it what you? Is it what, like? Because I've never been to a circus. Okay. I don't think I went when I was little. I'm trying to remember. No but, animals. There's no I, animals. Yeah, that was my question. Is it like the what you would think of, like the trapeze artist, yes. and like the elephants and the yes. and all that? No to the elephant. No yes animals. to the like okay. trapeze artist. There was like somebody being shot out of a cannon. Wow. There was like all these acrobatic acts. So no animals. No, I mean that That's has like not been PETA, a thing for like, a very okay, long okay. time. Yeah, I guess no that's animals. why I thought circuses had died because I didn't. Th- I thought that like no. The Dumbo era. No, that's over. Yeah, okay. That's over. Okay. This isn't a Disney movie. Um, It was good. I recommend it. It was really fun. Like, River... So this is what's funny is the last time we took her to... This was in, like, a... We went to Greenville, South Carolina that has, like, mm-hmm. bigger venues um, than than Asheville here where we live at Bon Secours. So mm-hmm. if you've ever mm-hmm. been there, um, it's, like, a big arena. And the last time River was there, we were seeing, uh, a, like, a NHL game, like, a, a professional hockey game. The last time mm-hmm. we were... Anywhere an arena that size was for a, a hockey game. Okay. And like five minutes in, River and I, River looked at Brian and I and she was like, guys, way better than a hockey game. And I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> so this gets like a, yeah, like a thumbs up from everybody. But like it was just fun. And it was like just nice to like 
do something different. like that. Just yeah. like do something different. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I like recommend. I was a little, uh, hence my beer. I was like, I'm going to need something to get through, like to get through this. But so it's all it. just people doing weird things. Correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Just people mm-hmm. doing weird things. I'm really selling it, huh? Well, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like thinking of. I, I feel like it's like not at all your classic. Yeah, like so it's circus a, a bunch of different acts, right? Okay, and you know, is they, there a ringleader guy? Yeah, like a like not a, a ringleader. What do you call them? Uh, a ringmaster? Wait, hold on. Wait, maybe uh, ringmaster. Like, I don't know the, the circus leader. Yeah, what is that person? What a is ring that something? A ring ringmaster. A ring, um, a ringmaster. Ringmaster. Yes. Yeah. Is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. A ringmaster. A ringmaster. Was yeah. there a ringmaster? There was a ring. <laughs> wow, that took a long time to get to. Okay. Indeed. There was a ringmaster. There was a ring. Okay. Master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was fun. It was a she. Oh. 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 It's twenty twenty four, baby. All right. Uh, female ringmaster. She was singing and dancing. Wow. Yeah. It's making me think like cruise ship. Entertainment. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a really long time since I've been on a cruise ship. But, I mean, these people are, like, contorting themselves into different things. There were people, like, on, like, bikes, like, doing these, like, bike tricks. All right. Go visit your there was, like, your local circus, folks. Pyrotechnics. There was, like, fire. Like, All right. Yeah. I recommend it. Okay. Glad you enjoyed the circus. Yeah. I'm glad no animals were harmed. Yes. The, Thank uh, you. Thank you. All right. Have a great week, folks. Anchor Moms is a Sinclair podcast produced out of WLOS in Asheville, where your hosts, Katie Killen and Karen Zakalak. Anchor Moms is edited by Matthew Yates. For more information on the topics discussed in this episode and to stay up to date on future episodes, follow us on Instagram at Anchor Moms. You can follow Anchor Moms on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Know a parent who could benefit from this week's Anchor Moms episode? Your recommendations help our show to grow, so spread the word. 